0: sharp 1
1: Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position and race to the bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh, natural.
2: Mmm,
1: mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom. How about that one? I was like really serious, like I'm auditioning for something. For NPR. I had a dream that that guy Michael Barbaro became like evil, like a major uh, Trump fascist. And I got in his face. It was weird. And I didn't realize that until I was scrolling Twitter and saw his face, his lovely face. Anywho? <laughs> happy Saturday, everybody. And this is our Thanksgiving prep episode. Prep episode. It's the prep episode. And who better, as I say uh, um, when I'm talking to them, who better to talk to than my friends Chris and Kyle, both amazing chefs that I met back in the day when I was trying to be a, a chef, trying to be a cook at a place called Applewood in Park Slope. I learned a ton. It was too hard. I was too old for how hard it was these guys are doing it, they they still do the work, and they're super talented, and I'm so excited to talk to them, we talk about, kind of, they give some tips, tools and tips for your Thanksgiving preparation, and ideas about how to cook for a a smaller group of people, as most of us are going to have this year. And then they talk we just talk about things we might be excited about doing for Thanksgiving food wise. I'm trying to really lean into the food food part of Thanksgiving holiday this year because the friends and family are not there. So uh, yeah this will be fun. And I've, I did something different. I kind of broke up the interview with uh, the songs that I wanted you guys to hear this week. Um, so let me tell you what you're going to hear. You're going to hear two songs from... What's it called? Queen's Gambit. That that show, Queen's Gambit. Which was... Started out really good, and, and then I felt like it lost a little bit of steam. But it was, it was fun. And the second-to-last episode, I really... I heard two songs that I said, you know what? I'm going to play that on the show. One is called Tut, 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 Tut by Gillian Hills, or Gillian Hills. I don't know anything about her, and I didn't look anything up, but I dig it. It's in French. And also Yeah, Yeah by Georgie and the Blue Flames, which is about as close to like a ro- You've heard how I don't like old-fashioned rock and roll. But something about the melody of this song. I dug, so I played it for you. Oh, in, in opening the show. We heard the the end of the last song on Extraordinary Machine by Fiona Apple. The outro of Waltz Better Than Fine. Wasn't that nice? Also, during the conversation, you'll hear a little bit of Vibrate by Andre 3000 off The Love Below. I listened to that again recently when Georgia Went Blue for a little celebration. And man, that's such a good record. One of these days, I'm going to do a Andre 3000 tribute show. Mark my words. My favorite MC, Andre, and my wife's name, which is cool um we'll also little shout uh throwback call back to last week we'll hear the beginning of jitterbug thanks again to Tom demena for for doing such a fun freestyle show oh and right now I'm, I'm talking over how soon is now by the Smiths I was trying to figure out what this song was because when you're walking down the street sometimes in New York and a car honks and there's that Doppler effect it does the sound of wah so I was like what's that song and then I realized that it's the there's like a remake of it as the theme song for the this season of the queen not the queen the crown which maybe we'll talk about more next week the crown and as always, you'll hear Bremer and McCoy underneath some and some Horace Silver. And then after that, uh, after the fun time with Chris and Kyle, which I imagine that you're going to listen to, listen to it while you're doing some Thanksgiving prep. You can re listen to it on Wednesday. I'm going to put it on again on Wednesday. When it comes out on the on the uh, archive, listen to it while you're doing some prep, man. No joke. Oh, also, as bed music, there's this, I don't know anything about this guy, Michael White, but I just was poking around on Spotify, and there's this uh, song, Land of Light and Spirit, which I dug and threw under there. This show is, we've got some sponsors since it's a food show. Room for Cream wanted to be part of the um, action. Room for Cream, they focus on the cream so you don't have to. They're, they're kind of back open in a limited capacity in all their locations here in New York. And uh, perfect for, for Thanksgiving, Do Over Meal Systems is also sponsoring the show. So, without further ado, let's listen to my talk to Chris and Kyle. Prepisode.
3: Hi, this is Bethany from A Room for Cream. We focus on the cream so you don't have to. In addition to almond milk, soy milk, half and half, and whole and whole, we are also proud to serve you, cream. That's right, you, cream. Ask for us by name. A Room for Cream. And thanks again making us your creamy destination for coffee see you at the shop
1: but miranda i'm frankly tired of your meatloaf ricotta stuffed
3: shells again Geez louise lani sounds like the family's tired of your leftovers might i suggest a do-over that's right, Doovers. overs powered by Amazon Prime. The process is simple. Cook too much? Just freeze it, package it, and send it. Then, voila. As if by magic, someone else's scrumptious leftovers will arrive not fresh, but fresh to you. Just unwrap them, unthaw them and get ready for an unbelievable home-cooked meal. Some of our fam favorites are ricotta stuffed shells, beef stroganoff, savory meatloaf, turkey casserole, spinach casserole, ham casserole, and creamy tuna casserole. Turn your leftovers into a do-over. Log on to doovermealsystems.com and enter race to the bottom at checkout for a free 10-month trial. Do-over Meal Systems. Turn your leftovers into a do-over. Powered by Amazon Prime.
2: the 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 Voila c'est comme ça. Ce n'est ce n'est pas, libre, ce n'est pas libre.
1: Well, I'm here with my buddies, two of the best uh, best people and best chefs that I've I've had the pleasure of knowing. We've had Chris on the show before. Uh, welcome back to to the show, Chris.
4: Great to be here, John.
1: And and
4: it's a very had... cold afternoon here <laughs> in Shea Stadium.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, and Kyle, I had you on my previous show, Talking Thanksgiving, so this is kind of a... Yep. <laughs> we skipped a year, but this is a, a biannual tra- tra- tradition. Is biannual, is that when it's twice a year? Or, or is I it
5: every other... I, yeah. I always mess up on that, too, trying yeah. to get the logistics of that
4: down. Bicentennial Thanksgiving show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I thought we would... Uh, you know, this is a crazy Thanksgiving as everything has been crazy this year. And, um, I'm big on Thanksgiving. Um, I know a lot of people aren't, but it's, it's kind of my favorite just cause it's food and family and, uh, friends and all that good stuff, except all we really have this year is, is food and our very close, um, quarantine buddies. So I thought it would be fun to to get some excitement back in the game for uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, who better to talk to than you guys, right?
5: That's Absolutely. pretty sweet, John.
4: Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're too kind. <laughs> what a kind introduction.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so people are going to have to deal with not necessarily seeing their family. But I thought we could get some, some ideas, first of all, about just... Fun ideas for what what for cooking for a small group of people, right? How to do Thanksgiving for for two instead of you know ten, and what thoughts you guys had on that, and then just what what you guys might be doing for Thanksgiving or what you're you've been excited about cooking in general recently.
4: You want to start us off, Kyle? Oh yeah, sure.
5: So, <laughs> yeah, so um, it's interesting this year with Thanksgiving because. We had to, I work at a butcher shop called Fleischer's, and we had to pick out or order our turkeys for Thanksgiving in July. So that wasn't my main priority, but we have to, yeah, I know, we have to let the know. Exactly, like how, like, because they they grow up. So these are living things. So, like, we, we had to, like, pick out the numbers that we were expecting. And it's really just impossible. We still don't 100% know how to you know, predict that, especially this year. So we tried to focus on mostly smaller birds. Luckily, this wasn't my main job. I just helped out where I could. But just the idea of trying to figure out you know, four or five months ago how many turkeys to order and what sizes, we were like, okay, we'll, we'll tone it down a bit. We'll only order smaller birds. And then, I mean, like every year, they always come in larger than people actually want. So we're, we're dealing with that now. And, you know, it's, it's pretty nuts, like just kind of thinking about this holiday and getting everything together. I was thinking of like maybe a fun thing to do with my family was almost like a like British Bake Off technical challenge where we all swap recipes. And then each one has to do it. And then we kind of judge... Uh, by by Just by look, I guess yeah. <laughs> and, and execution That'd be a fun thing to do Which could be also very stressful um, But yeah, I've been doing a ton of cooking Lately too, just so it's uh, been a great Kind of take your mind off things
2: mm-hmm. um,
5: During election week I was just cooking non-stop <laughs> yeah.
4: Election month, it seemed <laughs> Yeah, we've seen that Instagram is just like one Fantastic meal after the next <laughs>
5: Yeah, I've been big on the gram lately. It's been fun, though, too. Like, I, I've also, it's been great to kind of network with people, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, like other butchers. I was talking to, like, some from the West Coast, some from London, like, everyone was just kind of checking in on each other, like, how you doing? Like, the first two or three months of the pandemic, it was kind of like Christmas week every week. Like, it was just holidays, like, busy, 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 so everyone was just kind of checking in on each other, and then... And then, actually, my uh, the guy I work with is Jason, who's also big on Instagram. Was um, like, "What are you cooking for dinner?" And then we all we kind of, kind of like not a, like a competition, but like a friendly like, "Okay, what are you doing?" Oh, we're trying this out this weekend. And then it kind of just grew from there. And it's been it's been a great kind of stress reliever and like a, a fun kind of focus thing. And, is and Jason the and criminal defense butcher? It. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he was a criminal, criminal defense, defense but- attorney. Oh. He his, was a criminal his. defense attorney for ten years, and then switched careers, and now he's like. One of the, the, the best butchers I've ever worked with. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that, in all that, um, is the group that you're cooking with, is that all on there, the hashtag just keep cooking?
5: No, that was just something I was joking about with Andy because I was like, I, I just kept trying out ideas when i got home because i was like i can't just pace around the apartment like <laughs> <laughs> trying like not not to be at work as much and i was like all right so what can i try that's out of my comfort zone that i've always wanted to try mm-hmm. and so i just kept doing it and then I, like i noticed there you know a lot of dishes so like I was like, okay, I guess I'll just keep doing dishes. And then, like, I started cooking, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep cooking. And then Andy was like, oh, that's funny. And I was like, all right, I'm still cooking, Andy. And I just kept saying it, but I just kind of made that as the hashtag. and something I could kind of track, like, progression, too.
1: Yeah, and people For- can can go to that hashtag and, and see all the stuff you did. It's, it's awesome. I always thought it was a Finding
5: emo joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is kinda of <laughs> like that though, or it's just like you keep your head down, and you just keep going and keep pushing. Like that's where I know, thought it's find a distraction. From. <laughs> no, that's that's perfect too. Like it totally totally fits the bill.
1: So, speaking of turkey, I was thinking about I wanted to get some feedback from you guys because it's just m- me and my wife this you know this this year. Um, so I was thinking about not doing a whole turkey, but maybe getting um, like a few legs or like what what part of the bird would. I probably want to get all the same part of the bird so I could, like, do a slow kind of braise or something.
4: I think you should get a whole turkey.
1: Yeah? <laughs>
4: yeah. 30-pound turkey. Small, small one. Just, I yeah. think you should get uh-huh. a whole turkey, just, you know, a small one. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah? Yeah. Not- you could cook it multiple different ways, you know. Yeah. You could, you could braise some of it. You could smoke some of it. You could roast some of it. Kyle could turn it into an Asian dish for you very easily.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm on board with that. I I personally love, like, the the legs. The legs for me are, like, perfect, and they're really versatile, Mm -hmm. uh, especially, like, thighs. Thighs, Turkey thighs, I think, are very underrated. I think people that hate turkey, if they just had turkey thighs, would be a little bit happier about
4: it. I think it would be cool. You could also confi some of it too. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be interesting. Yeah, that's kind of what I would recommend.
1: What? Um. So, this might be a dumb question, but so if I wanted, what's the difference between like a the turkey drumstick and a leg with the with the leg and the thigh? What's how do you say? Like, is it the whole leg or what do you say?
5: You could say the whole leg sometimes people don't really sell whole legs because most people want breasts um Mm -hmm. it's a lot more popular um but it is a little bit cheaper so a lot of like whole animal butcher shop will have it because most people want breasts and then they're kind of stuck with the the whole legs or Mm -hmm. the drumsticks but like honestly like two drumsticks will feed like two people like they're 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 massive like (laughs) yeah uh, yeah (laughs) so it's kind of perfect that way and and i i'm personally a dark meat kind of guy anyway Mm -hmm. so
1: definitely um what what are your turkey thoughts for this year chris
4: well this will be the first thanksgiving that i haven't worked really ever so that's something that's also makes it different for me um we have been throwing around the idea of going you know to visit family and we think Mm -hmm. you know trying to figure that out whether that's you know with with numbers on the rise whether that's wise or whether we should just do something small here and we haven't really come to a a final conclusion but one of the things that I've typically done in the past that I've been or I'm always really excited about and it really I feel like my Thanksgiving table just really isn't fully complete without it is a, uh, a, a sausage focaccia pear stuffing That I do. So making focaccia bread yourself, but if somebody's listening, thinking that's you know way out of my reach, you could just buy a really nice focaccia bread from you know a local bakery that you maybe you prefer getting your bread at, or even even local grocery stores now usually have a, a pretty large selection of different types of bread. And I usually do mine with just ground pork, but you could do a mixture of different. Types of ground meat, if you like, uh, available at Fleischer'sBrooklyn.com, <laughs> um, and um, and then you know I I usually do caramelized onions and shallots and garlic, and I make this kind of like you know brown the meat, and then um, I slice apples and uh, pears on the mandolin, and then you're just it's you know you're making a homemade stuffing. Mm-hmm from scratch pretty much he- heavy on herbs um you know heavy on on a homemade turkey stock you know not a gravy but a stock mm-hmm. but then then you'll have both if you're going to do that if you're going to go yeah. the mile you know i think you should just get a whole turkey i really do is it too late no it's not too late it's too <laughs> late to ask Kyle it's yeah, too it's late not. to ask Kyle to <laughs> perform a meteorologist report on what kind of turkey you're <laughs> ready yeah. for this year <laughs> but yeah, it's not easy. I think you could definitely <laughs> find a turkey, you know, and also see, like, it's usually easier to find a smaller turkey because mm-hmm. everybody's after those really big ones if they are going to have a large gathering. Like, it's usually typical, typically easier, I think, to find a smaller bird uh, later in, in time. Nice. Every evening, when all my dish through, I call my
6: baby. And let's go watch her with me I'm some movies But she don't seem to be yet Until she asks me Why don't I come to her flat And have some supper And at the evening pass by By taking records This sounds a groovy high five I say yeah yeah That's what I say I say yeah yeah My baby loves me She gets me feeling so fine She loves me she makes me know that she's mine when she kisses I feel the fire get hot She never misses She gives it all that she's got And when she asks me If everything is okay I got my answer The only thing I can say I say yeah yeah That's what I say I say yeah yeah We'll play a melody And turn the lights down low so the knock and see We gotta do that Alive in all the world, seven, you and me, yeah yeah, 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 pretty baby, I never need you to throw, it's hard to tell you, because I'm trembling too. So. but pretty baby, I want you off for my own, I'm ready to do those others alone, No need to ask me, if everything is okay, I got my answer, the only thing I can say, I say yeah, yeah, that's what I say, I say yeah, yeah, that's what I say, new It's how to tell you because I'm trembling. and pretty baby. I want you off of my own. I think I'm ready. to those others alone. No need to ask me if everything is okay. I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say yeah, yeah. that's what I say, I say yeah, yeah. that's what I say, I say yeah, yeah. That's what I say, I say yeah, yeah.
1: i think i'm gonna do mole
4: and and you're gonna you're gonna mole your turkey
1: yeah and i'm gonna do like a mole from scratch um which will that sounds delicious yeah and it's it's fun you know it takes forever it's like 45 ingredients but um what the hell else am i gonna be doing you know right just keep cooking
4: just
5: keep just keep <laughs> cooking yeah exactly and then after with the mole you can just kind of use it as a mother and i had a, a chef instructor in culinary school that had like one he had going for like 20 years where whenever he had any left over he used it like to start the next one like the next
4: day and just kept mm. it going don't know how food safe it is but i was just gonna say that <laughs> sounds like great. a fermented mole situation <laughs> yeah 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 for sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow So, yeah, I mean, stuffing is the best, right?
4: To me, you know, I've had people over the course of the last two weeks already start up this, you know, the comp- the great conversation of, of what what is the Thanksgiving staple? And to me, I think you have to have turkey and you have to have stuffing. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, it's all kind of based on your tradition, your family's, you know, preferences, your dietary restrictions and your nationality. Yeah. And John, being a traditional Mexican from <laughs> Puebla, is going to do his mole style.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what What else are you excited about, uh, uh, Kyle? As far as you have a, night, a plan for Thanksgiving yet?
5: We don't really. We were planning on maybe. I just got a smoker, so I've oh. been messing around with that a little bit. It might be too cold, but uh, uh, my wife Andy, she loves the uh, smoked drumsticks. So we were thinking about maybe doing that, and plus, then you have that and you can make like turkey chili and stuff like that after. Like, it's got legs, as it were. <laughs> oh god, I'll leave. I'll leave right now. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, that—that's one of my personal like perfect like kind of preparations. Also love stuffing, but you know, I—I I honestly consider gravy a side dish too. Like without the gravy to kind of tie those two things mm-hmm. together kind of missing something there i think too i got lit up last show because i had i don't really like green bean casserole which i think (laughs) you two took me to task
1: i don't even remember uh having a big issue with that but
5: (laughs) oh i maybe it just stuck out to me more maybe i got self-conscious about
2: (laughs) it.
1: no i i remember that i think that that yeah because that was two years ago i um I did green bean casserole and I did, um, I tried to go real traditional cause I've been cooking the doing a lot of the cooking for, uh, my wife's big family when we've gotten together the past few years. And so I did the, the candied yams and the, and the green bean casserole and all the, like, I guess those would be like, um, farm team, uh, main dishes. Like you've got the, they're the second ring of, of, um, the staples, right? Second string. Second string. That's the word I'm thinking of. But <laughs> well, we took an Uber because I did it at home, and I did it in the like. Um, my wife didn't want to do a bunch of of dishes, so we did it in the uh, the like aluminum like throw throwaway. Disposable. Yeah, right. and it sucked. You can't get like a good uh, a good cook with that. Like it, no, it, it, there's not enough. Food. It's not
4: the same as no. like a. A good old casserole dish. No,
1: and we took an Uber and then it spilled all <laughs> over the Uber um, I'm sure and he was us. Pleased. Yeah, but he was he was driving like a maniac anyway, so it was kind of his fault. But yeah, we got <laughs> a bunch of like candied yam juice all over us. It was it was great. <laughs>
5: that Uber like smelled pretty great though. <laughs> 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 no air fresheners for that Uber. <laughs> no,
4: no, not at all
2: so
4: festive. I had somebody ask me, and maybe you guys will be interested in answering this question or it'll be interesting to see how you feel about it, is uh, is macaroni and cheese a Thanksgiving staple?
1: It wasn't for me growing up.
4: It wasn't for me yeah. either. I said, "I said no me. way." I said, "No way," and then I got attacked for feeling that way. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. I didn't grow up with that, but also like our our Christmas was kind of like Thanksgiving part two, mm-hmm. where it was like is the exact same meal that we had for Thanksgiving. We also have for Christmas. So. I am not one to speak on that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think a lot of people do that kind of redux for Christmas. Maybe a ham instead of a turkey some people do for Christmas.
4: You know, growing up Puerto Rican, Cuban, Colombian, Italian, Thanksgiving was always interesting (laughs) and extremely loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, But, you know, we would have the traditional stovetop stuffing and then my grandmother would make this stuffing with rice and uh and ground beef and it was it was more of a latin type of a a stuffing and then you'd also have you know maybe two to three other latin dishes main courses and then of course there would be a turkey and then it would be all tied in with a lasagna um because that's just and and that's and it was that's what it was it was there was you know four or five side dishes that were latin there were four or five side dishes that were italian and the only thing that seemed really out of place ironically was the turkey
1: uh, <laughs> but oh, still no macaroni and cheese
4: but there was still yeah. no macaroni and cheese there yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Not. No.
5: pretty good representation of america though you know for
2: <laughs>
5: pretty great <Absolutely>.
4: melting pot <laughs> yeah It always was. But I would say kind of, uh, you know, like different from your family, Christmas was always kind of more of a cohesive venue, which was interesting. It was always like it it seemed like it was very high Italian for Christmas. Oh, okay.
1: So do you guys... Um, just tips of the trade for for people cooking for a lot less, cooking this kind of traditional kind of blowout meal for a lot less people this year. Tips, ideas, ph- ph- philosophical concepts,
4: philosophical formats, cons, formats. I like that. formats. Formats I definitely <laughs> like better. I think Kyle will agree with me that if we're speaking to you know the general non. Non cook or non chef is that there's two really important things you need to do while you're cooking your turkey, and one would be to brine it first, and secondarily would be you need to baste it more than you think you need to baste it. Um, those those would be my my two biggest things. If people are unsure of what brining is or what basting is, you know, do your homework before you start to actually cook your turkey and i think it's there's very little room everybody's like oh well you know the turkey's such a difficult thing to do i don't think so as long as you have your whole whole rest of your meal and all your side dishes kind of ready to go in the oven or par cooked or maybe almost already done day of then you can kind of just devote your all of your attention to cooking your bird yeah, I would say uh, a little turkey tip that I've found in the last few years
5: is, yeah, a <laughs> uh, nice alliteration there. I like to take out the the backbone, called bash cocking and then you end up cooking the turkey for much less time. And you don't get all that wasted heat into the backbone there, which you don't really need. And then you can start making your gravy a little early and I would say get weird with it this year if you're having a smaller you know crowd you can kind of branch out try some things maybe don't work out and you won't be you know the laughing <laughs> stock at <of> the table <laughs> bring something a little bit different uh, than you normally would do I think that would be kind of fun
4: <laughs> and I think what people I what I would also suggest to people is like don't be tied up with the turkey especially if you aren't a person that needs the turkey on your table like it's very it's it's, it's very apparent that like Thanksgiving is something different to every single person some people really need that macaroni and cheese on the table so if that's what's going to make it for you you know maybe you could make a different a different type of meat altogether you know if I was going to do just Thanksgiving for myself and Alex and we don't go upstate and see my family there'll be a duck on my table there will be no turkey you know and the duck feeds (laughs) two people perfectly with with very little waste
6: (laughs) come over here kid learn something you never know you might have to cook for 20 guys someday you see you start out with a little bit of oil and you fry some garlic then you throw in some tomatoes tomato paste you fry it you make sure it doesn't stick Mm -hmm. you got it to a boil you shove in all your sausage and your meatballs huh a little bit of wine A little bit of sugar, and that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? I got more important things for you to
1: do. I love it. What about uh, cranberry sauce? Is that is that a starting starting lineup
4: guy? Well, i I think cranberry sauce is overrated, personally. Ooh, wow. just got super quiet.
5: Uh, I I personally I like the idea of cranberry sauce, and I like need to see it on the table. And I'm talking like. The one that comes straight out of a can and like you don't even like you can slice it and like it still has the same like the rings from the can Aspect on it. Gillet cranberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But it's more like a nostalgia thing. Like I don't eat it. I just wanna I just wanna see it there. Like I don't right. I don't think it? I ever
4: really You're, you're not even gonna eat it. You just wanna no. see it.
5: I just wanna know it's there. It's yeah. like a safety blanket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> my my mom uh growing up would make a cranberry chutney which yeah. I appreciated. And, and that was actually eaten. And for me, I agree with you guys, but but I, cranberry sauce is um, essential the next day when you have leftovers and the turkey sandwich with, yeah. with the cranberry sauce in, in my book.
4: I, I will say that the cranberry aioli that was made for the sandwich purposes at Applewood hmm I was I, I was high on that. I liked that
5: <laughs> yeah uh, on paper it sounds crazy, but you are right. It's like perfect spread for brings it's, that acidity to the table. yeah, makes up that turkey, that heaviness.
4: It's a little sweet. hmm yep yeah, it's good.
1: Desserts, but pumpkin pumpkin pie definitely right. Is is that uh, a a definite pecan pie?
4: I think I'm more of a pecan guy. Kyle, I'm pumpkin. I think pumpkin pumpkin pie is like we hit this really big wild craze of pumpkin in America specifically. I feel like, and it's it's overdone from late September all through October. So. By the time we hit Thanksgiving, I think I'm like, let's try something that doesn't involve pumpkin. That is very, very true. It does start like as soon as August hits, everyone's like pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin spice right. this. But it's not I, that I don't I, I enjoy don't personally... those things. I like them, but yeah. you know, then much. the season changes. Right. It's too. Yeah. It's it's too much of the same thing. You yeah. know.
5: I'm not big on sweets, so I think that's why I kind of gravitate towards the pumpkin pie because it tends to be a little bit more savory.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, that's a solid Like I, I'm okay with an apple, too. I'm okay with it.
4: <laughs> Let's not forget you could do a sweet potato pie as yes. well. Yes. You know, which is, that's a good option. You And I've had plenty of a of sweet potato pie that it doesn't always have to be really, really sweet.
1: I'm trying to do a uh, low carb right now to, uh, on a, like a diet I guess that's the word Um,
4: (laughs) you sound very sure about that yeah
1: Um, well I don't really believe in diet I'm just kind of changing the way I eat a little bit but um, so we're thinking about a a, like a ricotta cheesecake
4: ooh I'm on board with that doesn't sound very healthy but it sounds delicious
1: (laughs) well at least (laughs) it's low carb
4: it's low carb though okay sure absolutely
1: I I love the um, the ricotta style cheesecake speaking of Italian Chris
4: great format yeah great format format for your for your for your cheesecake I I totally believe so
1: Mm mm-hmm So what what did we what did we miss? We we got we got the turkey. We got no the one has
4: mentioned anything butternut squash yet, which I think is interesting. Mm. And if we're gonna go full Americana Tea Day, I feel like that you're really that's something that you you'd be more apt to see in some aspect of it, whether it's gonna be like a mashed butternut squash or a baked version of it. Or, I think.
1: Hassleback, right?
4: You Ooh, hassle back? I don't yeah. think you could hassle back squash. Can you, Kyle? With a butternut? You can. Yeah. You definitely can. It's just, you, you would need a nice knife for that You gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah. And maybe maybe some type of uh, air fryer as well, I think. Or a convection. I think that's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Now you've got me. Interested in a butternut squash hassle back situation? Mm-hmm. That could be- You'll see all this pop up on my Instagram over the next next couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Just keep stealing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Our, uh, speaking of, I I think you know what you do on the on the Insta is is always interesting. But like Chris said, Kyle, the the Asian stuff um, that you've been doing has has been pretty. Spectacular! You, you, you thinking of maybe throwing in some uh, an an Asian Thanksgiving?
4: (laughs) Uh, It's definitely on the table. I was almost positive of it.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Well, it is true. Like uh, when I like was going out of my comfort zone. Like so, like my background of cooking is more French, and my wife Andy hers is more Italian. So like when we're off together, we usually like we'll go to Chinatown or like order in Chinese or something like that and so that that was like really outside my wheelhouse a little bit so i it was like stuff that i was just really trying to get into and kind of use like the the techniques and you know training that i've already had and kind of reinforce it with kind of new techniques that you know come from asian cooking and it's so varied too like i feel like when people say like oh this is asian cuisine it's just it's such a broad term and then you can really focus in like uh, not even just on country but like on different regions and stuff like that and i think it's super super interesting like you could spend like you know so much time reading reading about these things
1: yeah the five culinary regions of of china yeah sam used to always talk about that
5: oh really <laughs>
2: you know there's
1: five did he, culinary did really
5: regions. <laughs> that sounds about right yeah
1: would be fun once once this uh craziness is over the three of us should go, should go to chinatown and uh, yeah definitely and throw down hard
4: i like oh, that idea all about it <laughs> yeah i look forward to when we can just socialize in general like we used to <laughs> yeah because it's not happening kyle's having a baby which is going to free up the schedule a lot yeah exactly. so, yeah, yeah, yeah you know <laughs> I could see this being no problem. (laughs) I hear this thing really kind of takes over once it once it comes
5: out.
1: (laughs) I've heard that a couple times.
4: It's like the alien. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For real.
1: (laughs) Well, um, I'm running out of time here. On the, it's counting me down. Two two minutes left. So, uh, warning.
4: We'll just keep talking. Yeah,
1: um, this this was a lot of fun, and it's good catching up with you guys. And I think we gave the listeners some some fun tips to maybe uh, think outside the box. And the interesting this you know this will air this is airing today on Saturday, uh, but it'll uh, the rebroadcast will be on Wednesday, which will be perfect because people will be in the kitchen and it can accompany oh, yeah. as they <laughs> as they cook.
4: Yeah. And I look forward to hearing from those listeners who attempted to hassle back a butternut squash.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> Missing a couple fingers now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Great to great to see you and talk to you. John, great to thank talk you.
4: To you too. Good to see everybody.
1: All right. Bye.
4: Nice. Bye guys.
1: Bye. <laughs> yeah, not really. The cold weather is now upon us. Is your car prepared? Hi, I'm Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. At Johnny's, we worry about things and check them for you so you don't have to worry about them and check them. What about your wiper blades? Can they stand up to an ice storm? How's your heater doing? Have you checked it recently? What about your brakes? At Johnny's, we make sure that your car is ready to do the job and fight hard against Jack Frost and his wintry mix of friends. Come on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. The Johnny's, we do it right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Like clockwork, thank you as always to Johnny on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek in Western North Carolina. He does the job right and checks it and then checks it again. Get your car weatherized for the for Jack Frost. Come on. So just a quick political checkup today. And uh, I guess you could file this under um, who do you want to win, who's going to win, because we know who's going to win now. So guys, and I'm talking to the uh, the Republicans, the Trump people. Guys, I know what it feels like to uh, lose an election where you felt like it was close and you might have had it. I know that because that's what happened Bush v. Gore. That's what happened Kerry v. Bush. That's what happened Clinton v. Trump. It sucks. It sucks. But you'll get over it. I promise. Okay? That's our political checkup. If you're listening to the show today on your computer, consider downloading the app for Android or BlackBerry. You can go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate if you want to drop us some shekels as Mark Marin says and while you're there if you'd like sign up for the newsletter we only hit you up once a month and there's so many good things going on at the studio and at the radio station you want to stay abreast of them don't you and last but not least the show is sponsored in addition to Room for Cream and over meal systems. It's also sponsored by city running tours go on a tour of uh, a running tour of all the four important boroughs. um, William Burroughs. Man, if I could have thought of three other people named Burroughs, I would have been so happy just then. No, Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. That would be where you're going 23 different neighborhoods go to city slash new york city to see the schedule and book a tour you learn about history while you're running around the, the town i'm gonna start running I, I swear to you now i had to run to catch the ferry today and i felt like you know what i think i can do this i'm gonna get get back in shape you guys just watch all right so that's it that's our show have a wonderful thanksgiving and have fun on Zoom. Say hi to your family on Zoom for me. To play us out, I heard that um, Bo Bo Biden, you know Bo Biden, when he died, he had Chris Martin play at his funeral, and he he loved the song "Sky Full of Stars," and um, made me think about Coldplay. I don't I don't love uh, that song too too much, but I did love Coldplay's first album called Parachutes and it's kind of a perfect album and then they kind of lose me but nevertheless let's play We Never Change from Parachutes LA Looking Alive by Madison Cunningham who again this is kind of a a show where I don't know anything about the people who do the music but I like the songs Madison Cunningham Tom sent me this asked me if, if I'd heard it and bear with it Because the first maybe 10 seconds of the song, I was like, I don't love this. But then it starts getting cool. There's some like Joni Mitchell-esque stuff, and some the lyrics are good, and I like how all the different parts of the song, it's got like a lot of different layers. It kind of reminds me of the singer for the Sundays, whose voice I always liked. So check this out. And uh, maybe I'll learn a little bit about Madison Cunningham. Also don't love the name, it reminds me of... A dude from Norfolk Academy's name, like a southern rich boy's name. But it's not. It's not, okay? All right, guys, peace.
0: In your rear view The hollow and scream of your own voice Well, was that my voice? My eyes suggest something There's bound to be something To let you down Why are I sleep deprived? Well, if you want to be something Then, hey, look alive Look alive Than the will to compete.